The next uh, Sunday, Mitzvah Shem will be Shavazim for a couple of weeks, either two or three. And we'll continue in the same time slot of Mitzvah Shem. We're in Shavtim, Perek Yud. We saw last week the Machlekes, whether or not the Shutfus, Shadda came up over Shabbos and we were discussing the silver item where the person wants to sell it, got an auction, is there bittel, is there not bittel, Hilchas Avodah is still alive, and it came up again. I try not to forget whenever we mention the subject, the number one misconception is that Shutfus, believing in Akash Baruch or Rahman Islam plus anything else, whether it's Avodah that Machlekes is only whether it's Avodah Zarah for them. For us, it's a Chiyamisa, Yehar Vayavar, and many of your great-great-grandparents, after they had their children, were subject to this Shaila and were killed al Kiddush Hashem and the Inquisition and the Crusades, the Cossacks, Tachatat, whatever venue it was, they came to town, they said, except Yashka, whatever the... Uh, Exact Lushan was, and it's Yaharg Valyavar. Shema Yisrael Hashem Akin Hashem Echad. Echad is one, not two, not three, not four. So that's not a Shaila. And last week's discussion here in the Navi, it's interesting that Shaila came up. Lamaisa, it's, it's relevant whether the Pshat and Ramah is that it's not a Vrazar for them, it's just wrong, but it's not a Chiyav Misa. Klape us, it's a Vrazar. And that's. Uh, an important uh, nakuda, legabe, many different things, uh, primarily Harvayavar and what's going on over here in the Navi. We saw the various Gemaras that talked about Shutfas, like Hashbarcho had a Taina that, that seven different Avarazaras here in the Pasuk. And there wasn't even the covet given to the Tormus. That's that vegetable that was cooked seven times and then tasted pretty good for dessert. And the Kosh Baruch Hu had that they didn't even treat me as a tormas. I wasn't even part of the mix. And we were discussing last week, well, would that really help? You have seven of Razaras, and then you also go to the Ashkama Minyan. Sounds like from that Mandamra and the Gemara, <coughs> sounds like that Chazal is telling you that it's still worse Hashkafically and for the Tainas in the Pasuk, not just a, a general Hashkafa, it sounds like it's worse that Akash Baruch Hu wasn't even part of the discussion. It wasn't for Roy of Klai Yisrael, I can't imagine because we know we have the Messiah gets to the next door and they will do tshuva. So they knew enough, they were still in touch enough and keeping enough of the Messiah that when things got bad, they knew exactly where to turn. That's the good news. The other news was there are enough people who were out of it completely, and that caused this particular matzav that we're in, which is not as easily fixable as the other ones, as we will explain in Mitzvah Shem today. So it's fascinating that that would be even a maila potentially, as opposed to seven of Azaras and Shutfus with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The facts on the ground 
the Shutfus and the plan of Razar are both Yahavayar. That's what I'm emphasizing, the Maskana from last week. But both those Chazal, in terms of the way they read these Psukim, is fascinating. And if you go back, Paragyud, Pasuk Zion, after lists the seven of Razar, the very last part of Pasuk Vav was where the Drosha was, Vyazvu Hashem Velo Avadu, and the Gemara wanted to know if they were Ezev Hashem by doing these Avadazars, obviously they weren't being Eved Hashem. To which the Chazal answer that no, this was seven Avadazars and they weren't, or some of them weren't even Eved Hashem at all. And Rashi brings it down very bekitzer, Afilu B'Shutfus Im Elu. And that was considered a bigger Taina. So Yaakov, I think you were asking last week, well, has that fit in if they're doing something in their own made up brand of Judaism if unfortunately some of those brands don't even require any belief in a Kajbos that's Stam not Nagea and even the ones that do if there's no allegiance uh, to the basic Yud Gimlani Mamans and Terumi Sinai and uh, things like that it's unfortunately a different religion is there a Maila if they still believe in a Beri Elam of uh, sorts, Luchaira, <coughs> maybe if you could fix up the Teresh of Baal Peh and the Meser and the Yud Gimlan, but still will not be curious. So, is there a Maila? There's less to do. Like the Ramam says about the advent of Christianity in general and Islam, where the Ramam says for the world at large, it's a step in the right direction because before they believed in straight Avodazar, paganism, and no shaykhist to monotheism, and now introduced into the world is monotheism, and therefore they're in the right direction, and what we do is correct the rest of it, so there's less to do, so to speak. They're in a slight, the Ramam says that's the part of the Ramam that was taken out by those who the Ramam was talking about. Uh, the censors took that out, but that's a uh, like a whole parak in Hilchas Malachim. And he says that. He says, for us, it was a, he's a punishing rod, but for the world at large, it was a step in the right direction. They're definitely in a better place. So that's reminiscent of this. That the Shutzvah is wrong. It might be Avarazar for them also. It's Zich Avarazar for us. It's Yahar but it's some form of monotheism, certainly by Islam and by Christianity, almost monotheism or monotheism with uh, quirks that are incorrect. So that's a very delicate point, the Ramam makes it because trying to show you the Bari Elam is moving the world in the direction that it's supposed to move, whether they like it or not, or even realize it or not. And that's to come eventually to the Gula Shleim and the perfection that they just have to fix up what uh, Gula really means and what Yachtas really means and what the Maser is and who the Amenifcher is. But those are almost details, not details that if you miss them, you wouldn't be an Epicurus, but details that billions of people at least have a concept of monotheism, not an Avodah every day of the week. Yeah, we're talking about seven different Avodah that they adopted from the neighbors. So that's the uh, good news, together with the uh, bad news that all these religions brought and misfortune that they brought to uh, Klai Yisrael. They came back with more of a vengeance because they were insulted, like we made something that faintly looks like your religion. Why don't you accept us? So they, they were angrier. But that was Me'ashem Yetzal Davar to uh, remind the Yidin they were in Gullus and as part of the Einish of the Gullus. Pazik Zayi. Ve'yichra af Hashem b'Yisrael. 
So here we have the Einish, which happens, we're doing parak by parak, so it looks like every other parak you turn around, they're doing Averis, then they have to fix it up, but there's a Tkufa of peace, quiet, and good Averis Hashem in between. Now, the Yichraf Hashem, the Yibkarem, they were sold, Biyat Plishnim, Biyat B'nai Amen, and there is a lot of damage being done, Pasiches, Vayiratsu, Vayiratsu, Es B'nai Yisrael, B'Shanahi, this is the Lushen being crushed. Shmona Es Vayishanah, Es Kol B'nai Yisrael, Asher B'Evra Yardim, Beretz HaMari, Asher Begilad, if you recall, the two and a half Shvatim Bevrayadin are more vulnerable. They're surrounded by Gaim, and when there is oppression, they're going to get the brunt of it because they're naturally surrounded by their enemies, and it's a harder position to defend. And apparently, because they were surrounded by Gaim, they were makabal more of these Avodazars as part of their daily activities, in which case they got it. There's no problem. Obviously, Ayat Hashem Tiksa, Baruch Hu, could help the Yidin and does help the Yidin defend themselves whenever they need to, no matter how many enemies there are, whenever they do tshuva, and that's going to happen here as well. But this particular area was Avery Yardain, and Baruch Hu just has to have Hester Ponim and leave them to their own devices, and Mamela, they're in a very vulnerable position. And this is Avery Yardain, spills over, as you see in the next Pasuk, to uh, central Eretz Yisrael as well, Pasuk Tes. They have now the courage in the chutzpah because they're sent as this punishing rod for Klai Yisrael. On their home turf. This is the center of Eretz Yisrael, where they're supposed to be the strongest. And they're causing a lot of destruction, and Klaisrol realizes the very, very difficult position that they're in, and they more importantly realize what it's from, and they have to reach out to Akash Baruch Hu. Balim is one of the seven. For the first time, we're in Paragud now. For the first time, they do tshuva that is expected of the Pintaliyid, and Klai Yisrael deep down knows what's right and what's wrong, and they start davening to the one and only HaKadosh Baruch who can help them. The difference over here is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not going to, Kaviyochel, want to accept it right away because they crossed a few more red lines than they had done before. <coughs> seven different Avodah and not even putting HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the program, so to speak, is a line or two or three or seven that they never crossed before. And you need that Yediyah for Pasuket Aleph, which we're not prepared for, and Klai Yisrael is not prepared for. Fayem HaShem El Bnei Yisrael Haloi Mi Mitzrayim Min Amari Min Bnei Amen Min Aplishtim V'tzidayinu V'amolik Amon Lachasu Eschem On the name of a nation that attacked him as well. Lachasu Eschem V'tzidayinu Elai V'oshia Eschem Miyadam So HaKosh Baruch Hu in the Musar here reminds them there were seven Yeshuas 
from seven different situations where they needed direct intervention from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu reminds them that you were saved all these times, seven times, and after each time you slip back, I saved you again. And at this particular juncture, Atem, Pasigit Gimel, Azavtem Asiv, Etavdu, Elohim Achem, Lachain, Lo Esiv, Lahoshia Eschem. Pretty jarring for a Pasig. Now, we're sitting here a couple thousand years later learning this. So, kind of get the impression, I know you're all thinking that a Kosh couldn't possibly really mean that, Kaviachal, because we're all sitting here two thousand years later learning this. So, I can't accuse you of reading the end of the book uh, beforehand, but the Kosh who doesn't really speak through the Navi hyperbole, it's not exaggeration, so what does this Pusik mean? What the words just said, as you all heard, is that you were saved seven times, that's a lot of and you went back and I saved you again and such is the nature of man this tshuva and so you're being saved many times this time atem azavtem oisi reference to what we had before complete, complete aziva meaning I'm not even the proverbial uh, termus and you crossed many red lines over here Tavdu Elohim Acherem means almost, for those who are doing it almost exclusively, Lachain, therefore, it's not going to work. Lachain, Laisiv, Loshiyashem, I'm not going to save you. So again, what does that mean? Hashem is really not going to save there a, There's a promise that uh, is unbreakable, and it's again a Rai Ladover where here 2,000 years later after many inquisitions, Holocaust, Aziva's assimilation, and the punishment for all of the above, and we're still here, and we're still going to be here, and that's a promise. So they know that. Kosh Baruch Hu, Lahavdul, knows that. Yes, what? When we discussed the, the conversation between Hashem and Moshe by, uh, after the, the ego, so we see that you know, Hashem tells Moshe that his, his intention is to destroy them, that was really meant as a trigger to, to, to elicit a reaction from Moshe. You know? So, yes, it's going to do the same thing over here. Right. Yeah, it, even over there, though, it was, I'm going to destroy them, and I'm going to make you and your children, that's you and you. Well, Got to be at least some shave at Levi, I direct this sentence. <laughs> but, and everybody else could be, see, even then, it didn't mean utter and complete. Yeah, and that's, it. and that's true. I'm not gonna. We know the answer is gonna be. There is a promise, and the promise is never uh, broken, and we're not being traded in. Unlike uh, those Umas Elam we spoke about before, that the Rambam says made a step in the right direction for themselves, but Risham Gemurim and killed a lot of Yidden, unfortunately, and they always tainted that. Yeah, you're not the real people anymore. Hashem traded you in, but. That is never going to happen and not going to change. And it hasn't happened, Baruch Hashem. It's one of the biggest riots for the Amenifchad. Come what? Uh, against all odds, it's not changing. Yeah? But is, that, is that like a, a Mitzvah in the Bria that there's always going to be a, a Yid somewhere who's going to 
Shuva, like Hashem is saying, I'm going to wipe you out, but, I, but in, with the other Aftafi, you'll always be here, which means in response, someone's going to do Teshuva. But if, theoretically, Kaisal said, nope, we're, we're all on this, we're not doing Teshuva. There's no free ride, no free lunch, if that's what you're asking. Somebody's got to be. That's why I prefaced. But is it possible if everybody gets on board and says, we're not that's never That itself is impossible. Because they're, they're always going to be tzaddikim. Even in this matzav, I don't believe that there's even a hava. I mean, I don't know what the numbers are exactly. The numbers must have been bad enough to elicit this response. But it talks about doing seven avodahs and being Ezeb Hashem completely. That doesn't mean they couldn't find the minion. They had this core of people who keep it always. Even in the worst of times, we learned the malachim. It just crossed a threshold that the number was too big. That number being too big could have been a mean amatsui. Ten percent is too big. Remember the worst of times where they got everybody into one building and those are all the avodzar. You read all the other psukim. It sounds like 99% of the people doing avodzar. He got them all to one building. The building was large. Even if he got them all into Madison Square Garden, he got them all into, uh, what's the last uh, venue we had there? Medlife Stadium. Medlife 100,000 people. That wasn't Rave of Clay Israel. A lot of people. It was wonderful. It wasn't Rave of Clay Israel. So, whatever the numbers are, 10% is a big number of 10%. I mean, as if it's a shadow, 51%. But they had plenty of people who were not doing that, but it wasn't enough. And then you, the second component, even Lee Yitzhak, Rahman's not having everybody there doing tshuva. Because Baruch Hu wants to wake them up, and La'isif Lo'shiyaschem means not easily, and maybe not all of you, and you can't get out of this one so easily, and just because you have them in your backyard and they're doing a lot of damage. That's the, that's the message over here, and you'll see it's said even uh, a more powerful, strong way coming up in a few seconds. Yes? Is, is Hashem speaking to another here? Which... Yes. Yes, it doesn't say it doesn't always say Vayidaber El, but yes, and often it's uh, Pinchas and there various Devim at large at all points in time, and this Musr is first a reminder of the history, short history from Mitzrayim to here. You've had this before, and I always saved you, and over here it's not going to be so easy. I'm just saying Lo Isiv Lo doesn't mean I'm not going to save anyone. There's going to be a Klai Yisrael. It might mean I'm not going to save the people who are doing all these things, which might be your 8%, 10%, 51%. Take whatever number you want, but it's not all of Klai Yisrael. I prefer the former because you'll see in the Pesukim coming that Akash Baruch Hu will bring the next Shafit and he will fight the war. doesn't mean everybody survives, but he will bring <laughs> Yeshua for most of the people. It's just it's not going to be so easy. Yes? It sounds like, like when Hashem gets us out of the jam and we just almost get hurt, but we don't, so that would be saving us. Mm-hmm. Here, Hashem is saying, I'm not going to save you. You're going to get, a lot of you are going to get hurt. Yes. The Holocaust also. Exactly. And 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 happened unfortunately. Holocaust more fresh in our mind, obviously, and exponentially in terms of the numbers. It was, but you had inquisitions and crusades, and Tachvatat um, was a big thing for a lot of people. It's uh, it wasn't it wasn't ten percent. It was it was a lot more. So yes, yeah. So it doesn't. It means not so quickly, and perhaps not completely, and not the way you want. And the shayfit that will be chosen will be according to Yisrochusim also. And he's going to be Baruch Hashem. We're finished with Avimelech. 
So, not going to have it. the debate's still out, the jury's still out whether he was even Lister Shaftin. But, and he wasn't an apicarious, he had serious issues with other things. The next Shafet, even if it's going to be used in the expression Yiftach Bederu Ke Shmuel Bederu, and when you contrast, you're going to take the greatest of them, Shmuel, and Yiftach, the least of them, but the least of them is going to be a genuine tzaddik, not going to be as learned as we want, but that fits the matzah, but he's still going to do the job. So, right now, Kosh Baruch Hu is saying, either not all of you, or not so quick, or both. And that's the first time we see this, and we're 10 prokem in. Yes? <laughs> yeah, it means it lasted 18 years. It means it started and it lasted 18 years, and, it's, and, it, and it means, and that's a long time for a matzav like this, because if you remember, Eitz Yisrael is not that big. It's big enough for what we need, and it'll grow per our needs, but they're every yard day, and you can say, okay, I'm in Yushalayim, uh, I'm in Tel Aviv, every yard day is far way off, but the Pussy says right away, they were shocked. They spilled over pretty quickly and just ran into Yisrael. Answer is, well, you can explain every yard day, and it's uh, hard to defend, and they're out in the wilderness, and they're now in uh, B'nai Brak and in Yushalayim. And that lasted a while, and then they finally cried out. Kosh Baruch Hu is going to try to um, hold off. This is Klape Shemaya. I keep saying Kaviyachov is the word has to be put in. The Midas Abacham, Midas Adin. And this is one of the rare cases we're going to see soon that a Kosh Baruch Hu, against Kaviyachov, the Midas Adin he wants to keep in place for longer, is going to find that difficult because the Midas Arachamim. So there's a lot going on in Shemayim, as we would say, because Akash Baruch's Ava for Klai Yisrael is such that even when there's the Midas Adin, Baruch Hu, this is a big Indian in this farm, and the Gemara alludes to it all the time about the main aspect of, we take once a year to dwell on this, but it goes on all year as long as we're in Gullus, is that the Tsar of the Shechina is the main issue. It's not our tsar. It's the tsar of the Shekhinah. The fact that we're in Gullus, the fact that we didn't do tshuva, and the fact that we're causing that a Baruch is a punished Klai Yisrael, that's the biggest problem, is we're causing the tsar of the Shekhinah. And that concept of the tsar of the Shekhinah, Kaviyachol, and our Lashen is, is going to be very highlighted over here of what's going on. So a Baruch Hu, you would say, would rarely say a statement, L'chein la'isiv la'ashiyah, it's got to be pretty bad. So like your example, the Chet Egel, it was pretty bad then. And the Sarah the Shechina, that the Kosh had to even say such a thing through the Navi, shows the Matzah was bad, but it's almost not easy for a Kosh Baruch. When I say not easy, that concept doesn't exist. There's nothing easy or hard. Kosh Baruch Hu, uh, you've heard me Taina before, I'm one of the strangest uh, the philosophical, philosophical uh, hakira that somebody put out and uh, somebody in some university somewhere was writing a paper on. It's a complete waste of time. You know, can Hashem make a rock he can't lift? It's absolutely absurd. It's not the whole thing. It's, it's a cute way of saying there's nothing Hashem can't do. So, well, I found something. He can't make a rock. He can't lift. That's not even worth discussing. So that's all the 10 seconds we're going to get. So this is the same thing. Because Baruch Hu, we're, we're talking about these midas, klape, human beings, lasabras, aizim, and it's a chizik for us. So we shouldn't lose sight of the fact that whatever happens, the midas din is to help us also. And we just say Diana Emes as opposed to Tevem Eitim Shachiana because in Alamazeb we don't understand everything, but everything is for our own good. 
But Klape Shemayim, when something has to even look like Hashem has Hester Ponim and to punish Klai Yisrael and to cause Tsar Belamazet, is a Tsar for the Shekhinah. Whatever, whatever that means, that's not the best way to have to get things done. But Kosh Baruch Hu will do it if it's necessary for Klai Yisrael's Tikkun. So these are very deep concepts found here in the middle of Shaftim. So again, Lachain La Isif La Shia Eschem Pasigedal Lachu Vizaku El Alehim Asher Bachartem Bam Hema Yashia Lachem Beesaraschem. Kajbarhu finishes the Musr, says, I'm not helping you now. And why don't you cry out to the gods you chose if you like them so much, you have a selection of seven. Pick whichever one you want and let them save you. That's pretty strong. So, Kodesh Baruch Hu, uh, can say that in a way, so to speak, that Klai Yisrael at this point were listening and they knew that that's not going to do anything for anybody because they can't help. But Kodesh Baruch Hu was saying, why don't you think of that yesterday? You seem to go to their temples and ask them for help. So I'll ask them for help now. Yeah. Wasn't there, wasn't there in those days, um, like the Hodesar still had a it had a kayak that tricked everybody into thinking that if you bring this gift and uh, on Wednesday morning bring the tuna fish sandwich and then uh, on Thursday butter them up and smear butter on them, which if you remember was the problem <laughs> of that expression, uh, so then um, that in a token might get you in the train. But the perception was it was there was enough kayak given to the black magic, the kishav, and all the things, to fool you into thinking that that is really what's in control. But all it that... Had, it had, like, like, there was a cause and effect with it? Like mm, only that. to the amount that it could trick you into thinking that. But that's like that in lieu of the um, actual practicing kishuv today. There's the glitter and the facade of the Rishayim are doing X and winning or being successful. It's the same, same menagerie. It's not, a, it's not, it's not real. What? Yeah, everything's like that. The world is built for that. Yeah, yeah. You buy it, it looks like uh, you dress it up. That's the Yitzhahara does that full time. That's his job. To make it look like A equals B and that causes this and therefore you're winning. So this is just dressed up as uh, the form of Kisha, but it's all, it's all the same thing. So Kosh Baruch was saying, yesterday and the day before, you believed in it, so why don't you go there? Yeah. Hashem saying, by this next passage, it actually shows that Hashem was basically saying to do tshuva. So he was saying, I'm not going to help you go back to your people. Yeah, and you'll... It's not real, because he wouldn't be coming. Right, right, that's what I'm saying. It's not Lifneiver. Kosh Baruch was not going to violate Lifneiver. <laughs> Actively push them. He's trying, yes. He's trying to tell them... Ruchnius and Armad Drega and Bitachan and Amun in general is a function of the relationship, and you'll have more Siat the closer you are. And the closer you are, you'll understand that even though you did your learning and davening and you put on trillin and you had all the kavanas yesterday, it doesn't mean today you're going to win the lottery. It, it can't work like that because then there's no Nisayan, and then of course everybody's going to be from. If you get an ice cream sundae, if that's even good for you, uh, every time you do a mitzvah and you get struck by lightning or almost struck by lightning, that's not going to be very balanced in terms of people. We have too many people lining up on the good line. So, Kosh said, you dug this for yourself and you created this reality that this is what works. So go do it. And, uh, okay, now you're convinced it doesn't work, you need help. That's this hour. You have to really understand this doesn't work. Not so quick. That's the message of it. And this is, that's why this particular...
Perek is so, um, it's hard to deal with it, it's hard for them to deal with it, but it's extremely important. And they come back, so here's the Pintal Yid, yeah. So I'll remind you, you're sitting here in a beautiful Besmedrish climate controlled, 68 degrees and cloudy. Rain is good for the world. We need it to uh, grow crops. And that's right. It's, it's all good. And uh, you and I can't picture the Yitzhahara of the allure of what you were just asking about and how bad it was now. And they're saying it's Pushit and they're going to figure this out, and that's why they're crying out. They already did. What I'm saying is. Yeah, so not enough. Because, because, because they already, for sure, if they were over the. Yeah, and they're they turning to a jam. They tried that already. Yeah, of course they did. Of course they did. Uh, and even yesterday, before this policy, they probably, after they did that, Lahavdol, they probably said Tachanan also. Uh, yes. Been there, done that, and they checked all the boxes, but that, therein lies the problem is that if they keep bouncing back and forth, like Elio and Avi is going to tell them later, there's tshuva, but it, and there's mitzvahachamim, but not so quick. And as you mentioned, uh, they did tshuva as the Holocaust was coming also. But there's 300 years of a brand new religion called Haskalah, and even the people who are from, everybody's being dragged down. There's a lot going on. And then once the Sultan is given a shush, even a person that no sheikhs to it, it's mashchah, sadikim, and not just the cloud, the perception and the experience, and nobody should think it's cause and effect. That's exactly what the, it's part of the Yiddish, it's part of what the Yitzhara has his, his uh, part of the Payan and his saying. And that's what makes it so difficult. So, Kosh Baruch Hu is, yes, they did do that, but Kosh Baruch Hu is saying it's not enough. And the good news is, they realize that and they don't give up. Hence the next Pasik, Pasik Tezvav. So that's uh, that's a chizba already. It means they really say in Khatanu, we understand the severity, but we have a problem because there's an Amani fellow with a big sword in my backyard, and I gotta get rid of him, and this is very dangerous. And they're asking for another chance to be saved, even if we're going to get punished. Now, the Lashon over here is very fascinating because it shows you they understood that whatever Hatzalah is going to come now, as you were asking about before, is not going to be as quick as they want, not so cut and dry, and there's still going to be casualties. But they're still asking, and they realize if they don't keep davening and really do a tshuva, they're not going to any Hatzalah at all in their lifetime. Chai is still going to survive, but they need something more immediate. So they spell that out. Chatanu ase atalonu kachol ha We're masking, we know something's coming, and we're makabal adin. Ach, however, hatzilenu na hayem That sounds like a steerer. We're makabal adin, we understand, we can't be saved, but please save us. But that's a very human reaction, and in this case, the proper reaction for people who are deep down from know the is that we understand that we deserve this, but please save us to the extent that we can elicit the Mitzvahim and have our tshuva accepted. So that is the tefillah they should be saying, 
And they also have to act on it, and they have to get rid of the actual Avodah which is Tezayin. They're actually physically, well, kind of in the midst of the race of beer Avodah And they started doing the Avodah in a very big way, which means they had the uh, Tila rallies and the Tshuva rallies, and they had public burnings of the Avodah And what did that cause? What response did that elicit in Shemayim? As I warned you, this is very unusual. We haven't had this, and we're up to Perigud, but it's indicative of what's going on. If we had a Pusik today, the entire Shia today was al but these four words are really al Yisrael. What do the words mean? So look at Rashi. The Shechina Kaviyachal, there wasn't enough room in Shemayim for Kajbaruch to deal with the desire to have more Midas Adin for longer so that they really remember, versus the Midas Arachmim that was triggered by the honest truth that was going on. So caused like a mavucha in Shemayim. Now, there's no mavucha for Kadosh Baruch Hu. There's no lack of clarity for Kadosh Baruch Hu. But Kaviyachal here we have a situation where Hakadosh Baruch Hu was having extra tsar besides the tsar that's going on because on one hand he wanted to have the rachamim right away and save more people quicker, and the Midas Adin said no. They have to remember this lesson and they're going to forget quickly. If you give us an understanding of like as a parent and a child, you know. Say, that's it. This really crossed the line. You uh, smashed one vase too many after I told you you shouldn't be playing ball inside the dining room for the 26th time. And you got to go to your room. And this time is 26 minutes. No minutes are And then you know what's going to happen next. It's the discussion in your mind and then with your wife. Okay, it's been three minutes and they're really crying and they're really doing shuvah. Should we let them out? Just Lasabras is what, as a parent, so it elicits very strong emotions. So, Kosh Baruch Hu, again, emotions and uh, Tsar, Kapi Kosh Baruch Hu, we have to use the words Lasabras Eisen, and we talk about Tsar Ashkina. So, this passage says, Tixar Nafshay. Tixar Nafshay means uh, uh, tormented Neshama. It's a very strong glush, but it shows you what's going on. It shows you how powerful Atilas are and how powerful Chuvas are, and also how damaging Averas are, that there's this conflict in Shamayim, and uh, part of the Avera is causing the Tsar Shechina itself. We're responsible for that also. It's not like, we're, well, we're in Golas, and we're causing Tsar Shechina, therefore we want to help out. We want to help out, but part of that is doing Chuva to understand we caused this in the first place. That's part of the process. Yes, yes. Part of tshuva is doing the right thing and you're causing right. Nachas, all these lashainas are very deep and very difficult to understand are just for human, uh, human consumption of trying to understand the, uh, the tip of it. And this was a uh, serious tshuva. Look at the Rabag for a moment in the second paragraph. So this Gadalia refers to what you were what you were saying, that there's going to be a tshuva because the promise that Christ will be saved, and there's also a promise that when you do tshuva, you'll be saved. So this has to work, but the tshuva is coming after some very serious red lines were crossed, and it's not complete yet, but the process has started, 
So it's going to be Lashon Tixar, it's going to be shorter, meaning not as complete. And because of the Amal Yisrael and the difficult, tight situation that Klai Yisrael caused, Tixar Nafshai, meaning Kosh won't give the full Yeshua in the regular way that it's been done. That's why I mentioned before the Shafet chosen is a big tzaddik and will really be made Nefesh deserves tremendous, tremendous credit. But it's indicative of where they are in the process that it's not going to be as quick and as complete in terms of the Yeshua. But it will begin. And one more pasuk, Yud Zion. Vayizaku Aman, Vayachanu Begilad. Aman now is coming for a full-fledged war. That's why they're doing tshuva. They see that what the uh, matzav was for the last number of years is about to get exponentially worse because they're assembling the whole army to destroy them. And zulu mazu ve'asfu b'nei Yisrael ve'yachad b'mitzvah. If you recall, mitzvah is always the makam atzila. When they get together for tshuva and tzila, and we'll see Yudchas, uh, because it ends in a good note also. Who is the person who can lead us? And if somebody volunteers, not an easy job, and there was a dearth of volunteers. Remember, no standing army, no standing shefit. The shefit was ad hoc for the job that had to get done. They had a Sanhedrin, they had some administrative offices, whoever was taking care of that, but they needed a Giber Chayel who was willing to face Amun in battle, and they were in very bad shape. Bad shape in the Ruchnius, and therefore in bad shape in having the courage to face them. And you'll picture when Goliath is screaming and yelling and cursing and blaspheming. And Shaul was king, but Shaul realized, because he was a tzaddik, that he wasn't in the shape he should be in Ruchnius to face him, and therefore he was, he was afraid to go. And they asked for a volunteer, and Goliath was there for 40 days, couldn't find a volunteer until David Amalek came. An unlikely volunteer in their eyes. So it's the same matzah over here. Is that, well, what volunteer? There's somebody who knows how to hold the sword. Just go. The answer is they realize they need somebody with schusim. They need somebody who's not just a gibra chayel and knows how to hold the sword. Somebody who is a tzaddik enough to really take this and own it and lead Klai Yisrael to battle. So they're looking around, and they promise, whoever it is, he's going to be the governor afterwards as an incentive, if that's even an incentive. Why that's an incentive is not clear, but I guess the person who's going to volunteer has to know that uh, if we have to fight a battle and we have to negotiate with them, it might be protracted, and I have to know that uh, you're accepting a leader. And they make that announcement, and we're going to meet the leader in three weeks from now. Right now... At least they're assembled to, first and foremost, Davin Dutruva, and then get organized in the midst of Shem. We'll see that. Let's go to the Peliates for a few minutes, even though we are out of time. Page Resh Ayan Gimel in Yishavadas, which right now, as they face the pending battle, they don't have. So uh, Yishavadas is the one of the number one, one A, one B, one C, midas, you have to be kind of to be able to do a Hashem effectively in all circumstances. So it's not always 68 degrees and cloudy and calm. And Yishavadas didn't need it anyway. As a matter of fact, you don't have to draw on Yishavadas when anybody would have Yishavadas. People tell me they only go on vacation because when they get to relax, they have Yishavadas and they find it 
easier to daven and to learn. Last person that told me that, I asked him, you learn more on vacation? He said, well, not exactly, but I could have the Yishwar Das in theory to be able to do that. Well, that's a, but even if they are doing more learning, the Kuntz, I'm not saying the vacation is necessary once in a while, but Yishwar Das, when things are pressured, is what's necessary, and that's the true measure of man. What are they going to do under pressure when it's not so easy and it's uh, matzav where they have to ignore and sideline a lot of what's going on and what the Eitzahar is doing to dress up things as potential threats or as a real threats due to their personal matzav. They created the Nisayan and they have to have Yishavadas anyway to put, pull themselves together and see it through. So, take a look at the top line of Reishai and Gimel. Yafa sha'achas kaidem kedei lefanas libo mitir dezu. When you sit down to learn, to daven, to do your mitzvahs, or to go to work and face all the people you're going to face to make a Kiddush Hashem and deal with them, all those things require a minute or two of preparation of Yishavadas to be able to approach it in a way that represents what Ratzon Hashem is in that particular matzav. So try to get all the other things out of your mind and focus on the task at hand. She'ei love tir da'achas pechusa. And that's important. Everybody is capable of doing it because everybody has many things in their mind. And I would imagine it will take a muscle of a fighter pilot for the six minutes he's on the mission, no matter what's going on in his life, even if he got into a fight with the guy who's fueling his F-16 before he takes off. And he insulted him as he's getting in the plane, which is not a good idea. The, the guy who's the, doing the refueling should probably smile as the guy gets on. But whatever happened right beforehand, for those six minutes, I can guarantee you he's very focused. Because if you lose your focus for 10 seconds, you're in big trouble. I picked a, a particular type of vocation that requires tremendous... I can't think of anything that requires more concentration. You could say that about a day trader who takes his mind off the screen. <laughs> also lose $10 million very quickly. What? Surgeon also, but did you know the surgeon is standing on firm ground? Unfortunately, we hope this does take place. And the worst case scenario, which is pretty bad, is somebody who can get hurt. That requires concentration, and he can get sued. The F-16 pilot is driving the plane. And yes, somebody can get hurt down there, but somebody's going to get hurt up there where he's sitting, like him beforehand, and the flight's not that long, and he's got to concentrate, and you can be sure, he doesn't have to start learning Musr, that we have to have Yishavadas in the Pelier, it says, he's going to be forced to have Yishavadas, because they take off very quickly and fly even quicker, and have to land safely. So, next time you have to force yourself and it's not going, just picture you're a fighter pilot, and take at least for six minutes after that, it'll get easier. Have a wonderful day.